Bush and Richie here with your Daily Takeaway podcast. Uh, my uh, four-and-a-bit-year-old Thea has drawn a picture of us both. Oh, that's Richie. nice. So she was, uh, this morning, sat there scribbling away for ages, tongue poking out the corner of her mouth, really concentrating, and she's drawn a picture of you and I with headphones and a microphone, and look at that. Oh, come look. Have a look. Have a look at that over there. Uh, she's done a good job for, uh, you know, not even five yet. That is really, really nice. Cute, isn't um, it? Definitely got the headphones, definitely got the microphone. Um... One's taller than the other, but then, like, we're both kind of the same size, aren't we? There's no glasses in there. Do you know who the... is who? I don't know who is who, actually, to be honest with you. Uh, and, and at least she's registered that I work on the radio because her elder sister, Erin, who is now 13, but when she was the same age, she used to say and tell her friends that I worked on the radiator, which gave <laughs> a totally different vibe. But here's the interesting thing about the yeah. picture. Uh, Thea told me this morning that she'd drawn a picture of me and Ruby. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Who? And she said, Ruby, the, the, the man you work on the radio with. What? So she, even though we've been on the, they've been on a, you know, cruise, we've been on Disney cruise together yeah. as families, she thinks you're called Ruby. <laughs> and I love the idea of Bush and Ruby. It gives you a kind of like a, you know, Philadelphia, uh, you know, hot dog, corn dog, <laughs> baseball kind of vibe. Ruby. Who was Jack Ruby? Who was Jack Ruby? He's the guy who uh, shot... Um, is he the guy who shot Lee Harvey Oswald? He was in JFK, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so maybe you wouldn't want to be a no, social. I don't want to be him. No. <laughs> don't want to be what that one. Ruby. I don't know. I love I it like though. You say we were on a cruise ship for like nine days together. The Rubesmeister, Bush and Rubes. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's a lovely picture. I know it's slightly sullied, that. <laughs> yeah, but she <laughs> still Ruby. is walking around saying that you're called Ruby. Bush and Ruby. Well, I never. This is the Daily Takeaway. Lionesses in the World Cup final. Uh, what a what a morning it was this morning seeing um, our dear friends uh, the uh, the Matildas uh, lose their semi final at home. To be quite frank, it, it hurts to see an Australian upset about sport, doesn't it? I think after the uh, after the Ashes and uh, after the netball as well, uh, it, it was nice to see the England result go the right way. Uh, and also, because in, in terms of Australian, right, and Australians, they win a lot of stuff at sport. They they, do. They, they, you do all right. You, you lot in Australia, you do all right. So yeah. let us have a bit of, let us have a moment. It hey, was great. Let's have our moment in the sun. It was great earlier on. I'm very much looking forward to, I think it's 11 o'clock kickoff. Uh, yeah. Sunday morning, England versus Spain. Love a final. Love the drama of it. It was brilliant earlier. And also, it's a nice time to be watching games. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's no kind of coming back from the match when it's dark or anything. 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You can, you can, you can sneak in watching football and not have too much tension with the rest of the family. To be quite frank, we, we're lucky with this shift. I mean, 11 o'clock this morning, it was great. Could watch the game. 11 o'clock, finishes 12.45, right. Good for Gotta us. pack me back and go into work now. It's perfect. <laughs> you ever made the final of something? I think we got to the end of like a five-a-side football tournament. You remember, remember I was talking yesterday about um, going to Morwellum Quay? Mm-hmm. We stayed at like a, a um, as a school, we stayed at like a, I think it was like some kind of like holiday camp uh, in St. Austell. Uh, I mean, there was a five-a-side tournament which we got to the got to the final of and were absolutely slaughtered, <laughs> and I mean slaughtered in the final. Uh, so I've, that that for me is it. My, my other half, Katie, was uh, the, a finalist in the Young Northumberland Chef to, Chef of the Year wow. competition, which is a hell of a, more of an accolade than anything I've got. That's great. It's pretty good, isn't it? I was finalist um, year six. They call it these days. Final year of um, junior school. Uh, we got to the finals of the uh, the school's football tournament. Actually, won it. Oh, that's good. To be, to be honest. Do you um, remember the score in that final game? 4-1, of course I do. That was dr- an absolute drubbing. <laughs> a complete drubbing. Ollie says, when we joined secondary school, we had one of those new kids open days during the summer holidays. Ooh. Not only did I get to the final of the new kids 
penalty shootout, I won it too. No prizes, just bragging rights. That's hard. I mean, it's, it's stressful enough being a new kid, but without being put through a penalty shootout. <laughs> it's brutal. Do you want to be the Gareth Southgate exactly. of new kids missing it? Uh, Run Run NDC on Twitter says that he got to the final of the 1991 North Northeast of England Karate Championships in Sunderland. What about that? He says to this day it remains a mystery as to how I got that far, let alone win it. He must have swept the leg like a Karate Kid the movie. Uh, Andy got to the final of a competition on a radio show and won a Miss a Nissan Micra. Oh, touch the truck yeah. or something. <laughs> All that stuff that do the health and safety you just can't do anymore. <laughs> Different times. Uh, Rich in Westcliff uh, says, Hello, I got to the Conquer Championships at my school back in the old days and won it. Well, there's another winner. Uh, Lee, what did you reach the final of? It was a local pub game. It was the first tournament they held. I'm going back about three years ago now and... Uh, I, I just play local pub darts and I happened to enter and uh, I got through uh, overall there was 47 entrants and I got to the final and won it's the way, it's the way he tells it it's the way he tells it Hey, and, and, and you know, with, with darts is it a bit like the FA Cup if, you, if you're good you could get through to like the, the bit in Ali Pally where everyone dresses up <laughs> I'm not that good I wish I was, but I'm not that good. Hey, you were the best of 47 people that turned yeah. up on the day, so I think you deserve your place on the stage. I appreciate that. I appreciate I need to carry on playing, though. I still play local darts, but... Lee, Lee what's, yeah. your, what's your full name, Lee? My name, my full name is Lee Ashley Duros. Okay, so we need we need like a we need like a, you know, people have like a nickname. Lethal yeah, Lee is the general. Oh, it's the general. Oh, who's got one? Do you want to oh. swap it for Lethal Lee? Because that's pretty good. General <laughs> Lee's good though as well. It'll do. It'll do. Hey, pleasure talking to you. Great show. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Uh, speaking to darting greatness there with uh, Lee, what did uh, you get to the final of? You might even have gone on and won it. Uh, let us know. 8, 12, 15 for your texts. Do you know what? My, my other half, Katie, got me uh, a soda bread making like thing, experience for my birthday a few years ago, which is, and I thought, oh, brilliant, I can just knock, knock up soda bread. Have you seen how long it takes to make it? Yeah. It's like a month. You yeah. have to have this little thing living in a, like a bacteria living in a pot in your, in your kitchen. Though. I do love a soda bread. But, I, you know, if I, want, if I want soda bread, I want soda bread fairly quickly. You, know, you kind of plan a month ahead for soda bread I mean maybe you were one of the people that witnessed the soda bread finals and it was it was good TV we will chat soda bread again this time tomorrow here on Home Time this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway so I've got something wrong again I feel like I'm getting corrected all, more, I get corrected on this show more than I do at home <laughs> My other half, Katie's texted me. Uh, Rosarat on Twitter says, uh, Bush, you clearly weren't paying attention in your sourdough bread course, not soda bread. Apparently, soda bread, you make it really quickly. Sourdough the one is the one that seems to take three months. <laughs> so, sorry about that. And, yes, I will come to the uh, soda bread making final because that sounds like it can, can be completed in one day or something. Only you could clarify something that you did. It's, it, not, it's not as if, like, it's yeah. like second... Per- it's you. It was for my birthday. Yeah. My actual birthday. <laughs> and we had, we had a, like, a paint pot of it in the kitchen oh. for ages, and then it kind of just died. Uh, what did you get to the final of? Uh, Claire and Chris in Featherstone got to the final of a wedding dance competition. Oh, my word. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were practising the routine that Monica and Ross did in Friends, and the, uh, they were the winners. Makes me itch slightly, but I like it. I like that there's a thing of that. Sam, what did you make the final of? Uh, I reached the final two in an audition to play the Joker's voice in a Batman fan film. 
Wow. Could could we ask you to do a bit of Joker voice for us now on Home Time so we can have a listen to it? Oh, thank you, Bush and Richie. Welcome to Absolute Radio. (laughs) Something like that. Yes, I love that. I'm terrified. I would have cast you as the Joker. Somebody must have been better. And who? So someone's out there that got the got the role, though, right? Yeah, somebody must have done. I, I, I never actually got to see the final film, but uh, it was like the day before we were due to record it. I got told that I wasn't the person, but yeah. it was close. Have you got any other uh, voices in the locker that you can do? Uh, a few, but they're they're, they're kind of niche. Go no, on. we don't mind niche. If there was one <laughs> that was going to get you over the line and win something, what would it be? Uh, probably uh, there's a video game character called Solid Snake. Let's hear it. Mm, Metal Gear. No, I can't say. <laughs> Sounds a lot like the Joker, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, sort of. Sort of. Uh, keep on trying, my friend. It's uh, a gift, thank Sam. You very much. It's a gift. Speak nice to you soon. So I am very proud of my board gaming buddy, Spencer Brown. He's making his directorial debut today. His movie, Tim, the technologically integrated manservant, is out today on Netflix. It looks amazing. Go and see it. Make sure you watch it. If you love kind of Black Mirror and tales of technology running amok, you're going to love this as well. And he's on the phone right now joining the show. Spencer, how are you doing? I am good. I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, excited, I guess, and weirdly nervous about my film being watched by real people. It must be really weird, a release date, because this is something that you've written and lived with for so long, and then suddenly it becomes everyone else's as well. Completely, and I think because I think I'm used to doing stand-up, I spent you know, 20 years doing stand-up comedy, where the reaction would just be immediate, and now, now it's sort of like, I'm not going to hear anybody's, you know, I'm not going to experience anybody experiencing it. So do you, really would you go and read, like, uh, you know, we, we look on the internet movie database quite a lot for reviews of films and Rotten Tomatoes. Do, will you stay away from that kind of thing? I mean, it looks fantastic and it's already getting great reviews, but as the director of it, what, will you kind of uh, avoid that or what? I, 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 I would love to avoid it, but I literally can't help myself. And as, as we've got, <laughs> as so far we've got some nice reviews, I'm still doing it. Every time I see a four stars, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. And, uh, but then, you know, if it starts getting worse, then maybe I'll, maybe I'll draw back from that so I don't... Uh... <laughs> Time to check out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Right now, it's, it's, it's going well, so I, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking. We've got the Home Time audience listening to you right now. Pitch it one line. Oh, one line. Oh, God. All right, we're going to have two. <laughs> two, two, okay. <laughs> so basically, uh, there's a uh, robot, female robotic scientist, and she moves to the country and gets given a prototype um, Kim, which is a technologically integrated man servant, which is a sort of AI robot helper, like a robot butler. And the, the whole idea of the film is that the the robot starts to become slightly obsessed with her and decides he wants to take her husband's place. Oh my oh. word! Well, my word! And, and I mean, AI is a big, you know, scare thing at the moment, uh, uh, Spencer. You kind of you've hit like quite a hot subject. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. It's 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 it's, it's weird actually because we were uh, like initially motivated by sort of things like big data, you know, and uh, Android Alexis. My wife and I, who, who she, we we co-wrote it together, she's she's the same as me. We're both super paranoid about people taking our information and manipulating us and things like that. So that was the initial seed was all about that. But then as it grew, it sort of became also about AI consciousness, and it's just yeah, the timing is just couldn't be better. You know, it's just it's really amazing. So that's. Something has worked out, thank God. <laughs> How do you go about getting a film on Netflix? Like, if, 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 if I was posting up a, 
a 90-second video from a family birthday on Facebook takes a bit of a while to, to, to put up there. Are you saying Spencer's uploading his <laughs> own film? <laughs> I don't know what happens on release day. How does that work? Yeah, it's just it's just me. Basically, I am Netflix. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, that's that's how I got it on. I I, I am I run Netflix. I, I make all the films, to be honest, and all the TV content. <laughs> I must say, so, but is there a time of day that it went on? Because obviously, it's it's out today. Okay, okay, it apparently went on at eight o'clock. I was looking. This is look. This is not very cool of me, but at seven forty-five, I was looking, going, "Have they got? The, have we got the release date wrong? Have we got the release date wrong?" And then at eight o'clock, it pings up in the morning. So. Uh, so yeah, it's been on since eight AM, but there's not a lot of eight uh, AM movie watchers in the world. Doesn't so, it make yeah. you think back to those days where you, you know you might go and want, want to watch Spencer's film, but someone else has rented it? Exactly. You have to wait for them to bring it back in and rewind it. <laughs> That's a great idea. We should we should we should pitch that to Netflix. It's the way it works. Old school Netflix. <laughs> Only one person viewing at a time. You just see their avatar. Oh, God, when, he hasn't even rewound it. Uh, so uh, go and watch it. It's, it's out today on Netflix. It's fantastic, Tim. Uh, Spencer, brilliant to speak to you. Take care, and I'll see you at a very cool no board problem. game night very, very soon. Sounds good to me. Take care. This is The Daily Takeaway. We're just asking you to complete this sentence. Uh, I've got a mate who, dot, 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 if you've got a friend that's done something fairly notable. Uh, Nick. Uh, isn't mentioning too many names here. He says, I've got a mate who acquired the gravestone of the Blue Peter Tortoise from the garden when they moved studios. Wow. What a thing to have in the house. What a thing to nick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Acquired is in inverted commas. Uh, Julian says he's got a mate who has one of Jack Nicholas's balls since 1980. That's an interesting golfing scenario. <laughs> who was in Rogue One, says this text message. Get out of town. The greatest of all the, uh, like, you know, current generation of... It's Star it is. Wars, I, I'd say. Brilliant film. Uh, and was a member of the Rogue One squad and had a talking part. Wow, I'd love to be in Rogue One. Yeah. What would you, if you were in the Star Wars universe, what would you be? You'd be like a mercenary or like a bounty hunter or just like working in the bar. I think I would be in the cantina bar and I, and I would just be just one of the... F- food hatch in yeah. Mos Eisley Space Park. <laughs> serving people who've got a death sentence on 10 moons or something like that. Just keeping a low profile. Uh, we've got Dougie on the line. Dougie, talk to us. My cousin, Trigby, he's my half-cousin from Norway. My half-cousin from Norway. Yeah, wow. And he's uh, worked with Brian Cox and John England in the film Red. Wow. wow. Not heard of that one. I have to, have to do a little internet movie database check on that one. Succession royalties worked yeah. with. And obviously, uh, Wisting, which you might have watched on BBC iPlayer. Wisting? Yeah. It's not... a thriller about a police officer called Wisting. Sounds pretty good. We'll have to give that one a try. Yeah. And uh, do you see your, 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 the, your friends very often? I used to work in Norway, so I used to see them when I went over there, luckily enough. All right, that sounds pretty cool. Well, there you go, uh, our friend in Norway. And luckily enough, I met Brian Cox in the airport one day and uh, dropped my cousin's name, and we had a good chat about that. Oh, now, do you know what? That, that, that I'm very jealous of that. I, I've got nothing to drop in front of Brian Cox that would get us into a conversation. Oh, can you imagine, can you imagine speaking of Brian, Brian Cox? You turn around and go, ah. <laughs> he was very polite, actually. Oh, was he? Yeah, and he didn't try to get uh, Matt Damon to kill me either. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, good to speak to you, man. Take Cheers, care. Dougie. Yeah, take care. Uh, we've got Mike on the line right now. Go on then, Mike. As people have been doing this hour of the show, complete this sentence. I have a mate who... <laughs> One of Derek Wilton and gnomes from the set of Coronation Street. <laughs> <laughs> who, who's, who's Derek Wilton? I've never watched Coronation Street in my life. Oh, back in the day, he was a legendary character, wasn't he? 
He was married to Mavis, who ran the corners, uh, ran the newsagent with Rita. Yeah. Is she? I don't really know. Yes. Okay. Now, now, now it's starting to make sense. Uh, and then what? He had gnomes. This guy, did he? Derek did. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she was famous for them. Wow, do you reckon that gnome's worth a lot of money if he's nicked it from an iconic TV show like Coronation Street? I wouldn't go that far, no. <laughs> 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 the Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Been thinking more about the whole Ruby business. Oh, yeah, Ruby. From the yeah. beginning of this uh, this episode. And thinking back to the cruise and, you know, those eight days together as the, the two families and all that kind of stuff. And um, obviously, Rocco and... Rocco and Thea got on really well. They're the that's, little mates, exactly, aren't they? Exactly, I was kind of thinking, oh, well, you know, it might end up sort of, um, you know, brothers-in-law or whatever. The, the... Imagine that. What would we... If, if our two kids married, what would we be? We'd be... We'd be nothing, actually. We'd, we'd, we'd be nothing to each other. No. But, but, but I mean, I'm listening to an audiobook at the moment about um, the Plantagenets and, you know, the way that they m- would marry families together. What about two, like Lord, um, Game of Thrones, two... Very you know, big houses. Yes. Very influential houses in the United Kingdom coming together. Suddenly becoming very powerful, even more powerful. We could all live in uh, Winterfell, a.k.a. where? Yeah. But the thing is, it's all off now because I'm called Ruby. That's, I, oh, as, as Thea ruined it. Yeah. It's off, the wedding's off. Sorry about that. Shall I have it back? That's the picture. Okay.